0: in all the times coming here, I think this is the first time I've seen uh, real police there it's not even the new skypigs because, you know, on the sky train, you know how it used to always just be the regular sort of flashlight authority, that's as right. they say uh, cops, but now they have real cops on the sky train. so like, if you forget to renew your pass or buy a ticket you know, we're talking about a $2 ticket, $3 ticket or something, right? What are they going to do? Shoot you in the kneecats? Oh, there's some, is that uh, oh, security not, or just is it regular cops? Security. Oh, okay so they have the security in the coats and then the uh, real cops in the little waist, stylish waistcoats and the and the bonnets <laughs> and they're carrying guns man i mean what the what's really the incident that's going to happen on the sky train i've ridden the sky train many many times through from end to end at all hours and all sorts of uh uh sobriety or lack thereof and really the craziest problem i've ever seen is the people uh, panhandling for transfers on the way out and then uh, the occasional drunk Blathering onto himself, and there's a the little security alarms on board. So really, I think is a counterproductive thing to try to shake people down and intimidate them with guns to make them buy a fucking ticket. And then you get, and then you get shook down as what a $170 ticket? Ridiculous! That's just, that's just out of hand. Now I remember um, in London when you ride the subways, you know, it's sort of like the honor, the the underground, as they say, the tube, the tube. Pardon me. Uh, uh, when you get on, yeah, sort of the same sort of thing where you can get on. Essentially, without buying a ticket, but then they can check your ticket or whatever. fair enough, you know, it's a fair gamble, right? But they, instead of like intimidating people with guns and and like uh, guilting you into do, they they sort of you into doing it, and they have signs on there with like a guy gripping the uh, the the the, the armrest. And, it, and and it says something like, "Wouldn't your trip be more pleasant if you'd bought a ticket or something like that?" It was like, "Ah, oh, wouldn't it be a little bit, a wee bit nicer?" But uh, of course, I've have I've ridden this this guy train many times without pain, and there's been several times I've been shook down, but I always had some other ID from some other place and talked my way out of it. But I don't think they'd be quite so forgiving now, but. That being said, man, it's still a great way to skid around. But it's a lot less fun when you got all this security around because the cops, since they're official cops now, they can uh, serve warrants. They can uh, search you for for. Drugs or other suspicious materials or activities. I think that whole thing's ridiculous. I think instead, first of all, they should get the co- if there's really problems at Skytrain station, they should get the cops out of their uniforms, put them undercover, and have them hanging out at the terminals, at the stations where there's all the problems with, you know, ethnic gangs selling uh, babies and cocaine or whatever the crazy rumors you hear about, and put them undercover because when the cops come, you can see them a million miles away, and everyone goes, "Oh, six up, man." There's a cop coming, but if the cop doesn't look like a cop, then you can go and actually. I uh, like that idea though. Yeah, that's, uh, don't get any ideas. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little counterproductive, but fortunately, my uh, hobbies are, are, are a wee bit more benign, I think, than the, what should be the primary uh, priority of, of the local law enforcement, which is things like meth and uh, crack and, uh, and violence and beatings and people getting shot at nightclubs or getting shot in cul de sacs in Surrey thieving? Yes, generally thieving. I've had my uh, car broken into here. Yeah. Well, they use it to get away <laughs> from the crime. Yes, It's true. <laughs> Scary stuff, man. Yeah, I figured my new car would be a pretty easy one to steal, too, so that's one thing that I'm a little nervous about. But I got one of those clubs for it. Yeah. But I only have one key for the club, so, and, you know, the way I lose my key is that also makes me nervous, so... Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's why I buy insurance. Now, speaking of cars, yeah, get insurance. That's right, I did get insurance. And I'm getting a discount back because of my Clean, safe, driving record. Yeah, super. Um, I'm looking at one of those little smart cars. I like those. So uh, speaking of cars, I got this, uh, I will implore upon you, uh, my dear audience, a few uh, notable vehicles for your perusal. One is a 1998 uh, Volvo V70 wagon. It's green, has roof racks, and an extra set of studded mounted snow tires. Yeah, yeah, and it's in Bellingham. All you got to do is go to Bellingham. I'll meet you there. We'll make a deal. You go home with, uh, with a Volvo and I go home with approximately $9,200 US. That's fair enough. Seems like a fair deal. It's leather. I just had a detail. The things never looked better. Unfortunately, there's no roaches anywhere because I uh, made a clean sweep of that. And, uh, but it's all clean and ready to go. Now I also have another vehicle that's not clean at all but filled with stories and histories. Uh, It's a 1974 dome-top VW bus, officially known as the Earthship, and oh, this van and I have many, many adventures, (laughs) through deserts and canyons, stuck in bushes and uh, high in mountains, dual carbs on fire, and Prosser Washington at 3 in the morning on the day after Christmas, Uh, oh, held hostage by uh, drunken uh, folk on a reservation in New Mexico, That that was... (laughs) <laughs> yes, you did. You put in a ditch, and you weren 't the only one as it turns out, yeah, that water tank someone cracked the water tank back in a ditch. no, that one wasn 't you and uh, oh, and it 's got a pole, you know it 's got the big dome, so it 's not a, not good if you live in an area with a lot of crosswinds. I will uh, give you that disclaimer, but uh, let 's say for example, you lived in an area where you needed some place to like roll on some adventures and kick back. Um, and this particular van is located in uh, the the uh the unlovely burg of Logan, Utah, located uh, right near um, you know that part in Napoleon Dynamite where he goes to the store to buy a lottery ticket? Oh yeah. And that's in Preston, Idaho, oh, yeah. right? Which is 12 miles from Logan, oh, yeah. and that was, and they so that store that he went to, La Tienda, uh, and they were the place that sold beer, the closest place that sold beer on Sundays. Yeah? Place, yeah? Totally. And not it's only did cool. it sell beers, um, they had good beers, right? So instead of like you could get crappy beers in Logan, or just go up 12 miles north to La Tienda, and it was really one of the first places I really saw like a, a variety of microbrews, and really got to experiment with my palate, as it were. Which is kind of funny since that is Preston, Idaho, but uh, <laughs> I mean not really a metropolis of uh, for beer aficionados. Uh, but uh, fortunately, um, the, s- the, the selection has improved immeasurably since then. But anyway, that vans in Logan, and. Uh, geez it can be used yours for four hundred twenty dollars in getting it out of my grandma's backyard because my grandma I think she's already disowned me but I think she's ready to file charges if I don't get the van out of there soon and and you know really I should go down there because it's got a bunch of stuff including artwork that I made um, bicycles all sorts of camping gear and I, I gutted that whole van reinstallated it put in new wall panels and uh, carpeted it sealed the floor and uh, I put on the, the Weber Progressive carburetor that Camilo up there in uh, North Burnaby helped me do years ago and that thing just worked great. Uh, so you know that being said it's been sitting in a field in Utah for approximately 10 years so there's probably also some cats and mice one or the other living in there and uh, there's some bacteria although it's a fairly dry climate so we might be alright there and, uh, and last time I saw it about three years ago it wasn't moldy or anything and uh, that's, oh, there's, uh, there's um, what do you call them, weeds growing up into the engine compartment, which is aesthetically pleasing. So, uh, there's some photos of that. Speaking of photos, you can go to my Flickr feed, which you just go to uncleweed.net, you'll see a little Flickr badge. Go on in there, you can see pictures of both the Volkswagen and the Volvo. Both can be had for yours if, uh, you know, the price doesn't even have to be right, you just got to have some money. So, if you can help me sell my cars, I'll do something for you. And, and I'm just going to count on the fact that you're going to help me with this project, right? Because it's causing me a, a wee bit of stress and turmoil in my, uh, you know, fouling up my foing, personal foing shay, as it were. Now, indeed, the poutine lady from the Camby, I wish to point out that that's not anyone that I currently or ever have had domestic relations with. There has been some rumors to a different effect, but I'm here to denounce those rumors. But, for your listening pleasure, here's a little bit more of... The mysterious woman from the Cambiya the Cambian.
1: I be putting Latina in a little something French. Now I don't know how to translate that to you, but some grave not tell old little plate of yours be calling my name now. I don't know how strong y'all are but where I come from, gravy don't don't stay too hot, in them. I came over on the. Some of y'all came you know where I'm going with this one, right? Y'all like flowers. Y'all like it's a springtime. It's May. It's Mayfly. Y'all come from somewhere. Y'all come from the damn boat. Me, I come from the gravy boat, and this gravy is getting damn near tepid. Now, I don't know what tell y'all all know what tepid means, but here it ain't hot. Hot gravy is where I'm at. And that'd be all. Would, oh you,
0: would you like some? Some of that? Yeah.
1: Well, I practically devoured it with my mind, but I should like a little taste of your fine, precious little treasure that you got there, cancer. I think I've seen some of this. In a magazine, up at my hairdresser. Now I ain't never seen one of your your fancy modern electronic. It's from the future. It's it's techno. Ooh, I, I don't know what that word is. What is it? Something like technotronic? Ooh, I love that. Oh, your fancy electronic techno. Electronic machines. How you'll be turning that on? I don't know how you'll be turning this machine on, but I'm gonna be doing my little best to find every button inside. Yes, I am. All oh, you gotta do is press the first one. Well, I didn't know that was a button. You don't know what that was? No, honey, I didn't know what that was. Well, that's a button. I had no idea. So that way you be sure, me, Right here. a friend of my little old lies, be a button. What is that? Is that a button? Don't you know that will be a button? That's a button. Yeah, why don't you uh, go ahead and... Uh, why don't you go ahead and try to... What are you going to do? Are you going to press it now? No. no, not if you want
0: to. No, I don't want to press your button. Know,
1: what are you going to do? You want press my button? You've
0: been shooting
1: along with Uncle Wee's wild hijinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> A movie star? <laughs> little <old> me I <laughs> like on them pictures and <laughs> well, my my, my mama, she was seeing, she went <laughs> like them pictures and tail <laughs> Well I don't even know what <laughs> <Of> my hair <laughs> yeah I uh, direct anything <laughs> I'll pick up my, my, my umbrella